Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Recap of Honor podcast. I'm your host, Colin Tester of Wrestling.com. I'm here to talk about all things Ring of Honor Wrestling, from this weekend's episode of the weekly TV show to uh, various news items and the beginning of the survival of the fittest tournament. That we're here to talk about all these things and more here on the Recap of Honor. Before I do, just want to remind you all that this show, like everything we do here at Wrestling, is available on any number of streaming platforms, where it's SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. We've got you covered. So leave a like and subscribe. I just want to say happy Monday, everybody. When I'm, when I'm recording this, it is one o'clock on a Monday, and I'm, ha- I'm having a good day. I hope you are as well. So we're here to talk about Ring of Honor. It was a great episode this week. Uh, it was the beginning of the Survival of the Fittest tournament, something I've been really lo- looking forward to ever since they announced the tournament. And then the, the bracket for that tournament uh, was revealed. Uh, I've definitely had my eye on many of these first-round matchups. Um, Granted, I'm a little biased because I've interviewed a couple of these guys, and I just want to see them succeed from Sledge to Brian Johnson. Uh, all, several, several people are getting the opportunity to really have a breakout moment, and two of those guys were in action on this weekend's episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Uh, Flamita faced uh, Ray Oros, and I, sh- I should say the demonic Flamita. Flamita came out, everyone, uh, this week on Ring of Honor Wrestling uh, with, a, with a fresh uh, video package for his entrance screen. It had horns and demons and fire. Uh, I did not see this coming. Obviously, we, we, uh, if you've been if you've been watching uh, Flamita's recent uh, tra- trajectory in Ring of Honor, uh, he he split up with the Mexican Squad. Granted, mostly through his own actions, he turned on Dandito and Ray Oris, uh, very much going off at his own way. Uh, at first, I thought it was just a matter of this guy, man, this man being confident and uh, just wanted to kind of go. You know, again, it goes on goes on way being by himself. This week, he was out there, swearing all black. He's uh, he's got this demonic entrance music, and it was literally his name's now Demonic Flamita. And, you know, at first he comes out, I'm like, all right, you know, we got this new, new, uh, new side to the, the, the Flamita character here. Uh, and I am here for it. Like, this is something, again, I didn't see it coming, but I, I'm very interested in how this might unfold. Um, you know, and uh, I'd be very curious to see, like, just how, if there's really any layers to this, like, if this is more than, um, you know, I don't know. It does feel like there is something more than meets the eye here in terms of this this new character, and I'm very curious to see if it's if there's someone that maybe influenced him in this way, or if if he has maybe maybe he gets a manager, maybe he gets a tag team partner, or whatever it might be. This feels like a very uh, you know a, a rich well of possibility here. Um, you know, I think a lot of times in, in many companies. Not like any all of them, right? WWE, any any of them. Uh, there there t- there tends to be this. Um, this the the handling of like any uh, Mexican wrestlers, luchador wrestlers, however you want to phrase it, where you know they're just kind of literally just presented as a, a guy a guy in a mask that could, that can do high flying things. And some of them, there are many many exceptions. Rey, Rey Mysterio, classic exception. Uh, but a lot of ways, it feels like some companies really do tend to just kind of put them in that box and, and leave them there. And then yeah, they'll have great matches, but it's like okay, how how do we know who this character is? Well, Flamita comes out here. And he's again wearing all black. He's got this at the entrance video. His his name is now D- Demonic Flamita. You know who Flamita is, or at least how like where we're where we're going with this, or at least in a, in a very general sense. And I, I again was very, I was surprised by this. You know, given what we've seen recently, I just thought it was, it was a, ma- a matter of Flamita kind of get, gaining some confidence, maybe even arrogance, in terms of his split from Mexico Squad. He cheated to beat uh, Bandito, so I was like, oh, he's just a bad guy now. No, he's not just a bad guy. He's an evil guy. I, I thought that was a very cool. Uh, you know, twist to this character, and I think a very nice way to have him really stand out on his own. And let's not bury the lead. Fumita won this match, so he is going on in the Survival of Fittest tournament, where the winners of these first round matches will go on to uh, compete in a six man match elimination style. And the winner of that will be the the, the, the winner of the Survival of Fittest tournament, and they will earn they'll earn a shot at the world title uh, at some point in the future. So Fumita won this match. This was uh, if, if if you remember back at the 19th anniversary pay per view, Mexico Squad, Bandito, uh, Fumita, and Ray Oris met in the triple threat match and it was very it was 
a blast. These all three guys were where they were flying. They were doing high flying offense. They were just, you know, they stole the show. And I, I think that was, uh, it, it wasn't even a match that was announced for the card. And they went out there, they stole the show. They left me and many other fans begging for more. All three, all three men immensely talented and maybe the, the, the very best uh, among the very best, at least of, of Luchador wrestling of high flying wrestling. It's just in general. Uh, in, in the business today i remember really really enjoying that match so when they when, my, when they, we had this match on the bracket for the tournament i was like all right flamita and Ray are gonna go they're gonna go out there and they're gonna put on a, a very good match and they did uh, i i took notes of what flamita did here and it was just crazy i, I didn't want to just entirely focus on him but he did he had, he had an, the man had an apron spear he was he went out there you know throwing himself to the wind and just sacrificing himself and it was a you know he, clearly, a guy doing doing whatever it takes to win. Uh, he he then he he hit Oris with a chair and uh, something that we see sometimes in Ring of Honor where the, the the official has a discussion where even if it's not a, a no DQ match, the official can say, okay, this is this is an important match either for a title or or for a title shot. So you know, d- uh, the, the with, with some discretion there, uh, Todd Sinclair did not bring the bell here. And uh, you know, so the 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 match went on. Uh, that that chair shot did give uh, Flamita some some more momentum there. And I I just couldn't even take note of everything he did. He hit Oris with a standing Spanish fly on the outside. Oris, I do don't want to leave him out. He hit some incredible moves as well. Uh, he got some great height on Tornado DDT. He was flying out there doing dives to the outside as well. Both guys very very talented. Ever since Mexico Squad arrived in Ring of Honor, I've really wanted to see all three guys you know achieve great things and, and they held this the six-man titles but when they broke up i think it was very fair to wonder like okay what, what what's next for these for these three very talented performers well we've got flamita going full-on demonic here bandito lost flamita or uh, i think that was last month at this point on my wrestling but he is very very talented as well i'm sure he's gonna do great things in ring of honor ray oris definitely held his own here proved that uh he could definitely be a title contender you know just to, one to kind of keep an eye on here in ring of honor as well so flamita did one what did win the match he hit like a muscle buster combined with the gourd, gourd buster or a gut buster uh, and then a super kick for the win so Flamita will be going on in the in the survival of this tournament into that six-man tag team match or sorry that that six-man elimination match um where the winner of that will earn a title shot now I do I do want to mention that well, this is on Monday tomorrow tomorrow on Tuesday Brian Johnson will face Sledge on Ring of Honor week by week that'll be another first round matchup now as I said for me I'm very biased on that one specifically because I've, I've interviewed both guys uh and again when I I just want to see both guys do well so I'd be very happy with either one winning that match I, I i just you know both guys you know being able to hear their stories being able to hear their their mindset i i, I automatically root for him so uh that i will i know i'll be watching that one that'll be on Mega Mana week by week tuesday at 1 p.m eastern so make sure to, uh, to check that out this week during the the weekly tv show uh they aired kind of a, a, a hype video for this match where uh, sledge was saying that he's fighting to defend uh his father his he, his father passed away but brian johnson insulted his own father at one point in a promo and uh, Sledge said, you know what? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat you up for that. And then Brian Johnson said, you know, hey, like he he, he praised Sledge's background, but said you, you may have, you know, outlasted and, and overcome any, any number of things. And it's impressive, but you're not going to overcome the Mecca. So I thought was, this was a nice way to build up this match. They'll be on the YouTube channel tomorrow at 1 p.m. So I'm very much looking forward to that one. Uh, if I may be blunt, I'm rooting for Brian Johnson. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm biased. Uh, I just I've I've really been rooting for him to really get to that next level in Ring of Honor. And we've seen him challenge for the TV title. Uh, uh, unsuccessfully, but and he held his own with PCL from World Champion a couple weeks ago. So maybe this is Brian Johnson's time to really get to that next level in Ring of Honor. So I'm, I'm pulling for the Mecca tomorrow, and I'm hoping he comes out with the victory there. Um, 
definitely looking forward to that one. And as, as this, this tournament continues, continues to unfold, we, we do know that Eli Iceland faced Dak Draper next week on the weekly show. That'll be a very uh, dynamic clash of two of Ring Riders' very best up-and-coming talents. They met a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was a time limit draw. So I think this this will be a chance for both either man to really kind of prove uh, which of the two of them is the maybe the the rising star to beat in Ring of Honor? Because I think they are very much in this similar grouping where you know we uh, guys like Josh Woods, Isom Draper, many many talented people are kind of viewed as this kind of foundation. Not part of the pun with the foundation uh, uh, as a very success, successful stable in Ring of Honor. Um, you know where you've got plenty of talented guys there, and uh, a tournament like this is a great way for any any one of them to break out. And now. Iceland and Draper have a chance next week to, to really, you know, like it was saying of Brian Johnson, to reach that next level and to become potentially a world title contender. So I'm very much looking forward to that one as well. And we can talk more about the tournament. But in the main event here, we got a pure rules match between Josh the Goods Woods, or now is known as the, uh, the, the tactical beast Josh Woods, facing the last real man, Silas Young. Of course, these two guys, former partners and two guys, one tag, uh, a very successful tag team, a very, um, you know, an, an odd couple tag team where Young had taken Woods under his wing. Uh, prior to the pandemic, these guys were one of the, the leading tag teams in Ring of Honor. They enjoyed a lot of success. Uh, and then the, the, the pandemic happened, and uh, Woods, won Ring of Honor returned, kind of uh, broke off on his own. And he had enjoyed a good amount of um, prominence in the in the pure division. But then South Young came back in that, just before the 19th anniversary, and he cost uh, Woods his match with Patriot with Dalton Castle. So definitely some bad blood here. Young had beaten Woods a couple weeks ago by cheating. So this was Josh Woods' chance to kind of prove that he is the better wrestler, and he did. This was very, as, as you might expect, with, with pure rules in the name, pure rules being the, the stipulation, a very pure wrestling match. You know, the technical holds, submissions, you know, definitely uh, what, what you might expect from Silas Young. Silas Young, I mean, this is the first time I can remember him wrestling in several months. You know, the, the pandemic, you know, he's been kind of absent, you know, for whatever reason, but this is his kind of return to the spotlight here. And he looked great. This man, like, he was out there doing cartwheels. You know, well, he looked, he has not, he has not lost a step at all. Uh, you know, he looked, you know, maybe even five years younger. He looked at his, his very, very best year in, in this match. And Josh Woods continues to really impress me every single week. Um, you know, I really think, you know, with this with this one especially, I think it's really just a matter of time until, until he challenges for the Ring of Honor Peer Championship. You know, uh, he he lost the, the Peer Title Tournament. He went far in that, and he ultimately could not pull off the victory in that one. But he definitely was very impressive with uh, performances. He he beat Jay Lethal and just really kind of ran through the, the, the bracket there. Couldn't pull off the victory, but definitely that, that run there really helped cement him as a, a legitimate player in Ring of Honor. So now I think that the writing is on the wall that, you know, very soon he should be challenging for the Peer Title, and I'm very much looking forward to that one. So, you know, all in all, I definitely enjoyed enjoyed this week's episode. I mean, Demonic Flamita. <laughs> I, I can't get over it. I wasn't expecting it, but it's just such a cool, like, un, you know, for, different, you know, a different, unexpected, fun character. Um, and I think in a lot of times in wrestling, just in general now, the things, you know, they don't always feel so fun sometimes. And, and then you got you got a character like this that kind of grabs you by surprise. And it's like, wow, this is fun. And I, I, and I want to see where this goes. So I'm very much looking forward to see what happens with Flamita here. As I said, I think this is a very much, um, the kind of character that has legs to it, that has layers and that has uh, any number of potential dragons that it could go. And uh, I'm very much uh, looking forward to see what happens there. Uh, and something else I'm looking forward to is, is the survival of the fittest tournament. Uh, we, as we know that Brian Johnson will face Sledge on tomorrow on Tuesday. We also know that O'Shea Edwards will face Chris Dickinson. I think that is the 15th on week by week as well. O'Shea Edwards, O'Shea Edwards defeated Sledge uh, late last month on the Ring Around YouTube channel in the third match of the series between those two guys. Uh, Dickinson, a newcomer in Vials Limited. Definitely looking forward to that. 
you know, as I said, he's someone I've been very much keeping an eye on and looking forward to seeing more of ever since he came to Ring of Honor. So I think this is this tournament, like pretty much everyone in the tournament, uh, in the tournament, a great chance for him to kind of break out and, you know, enjoy, uh, you know, the chance to really, I keep saying reach the next level, but that, that's what that's what we're looking at. None of the people in this tournament either have held uh, a world title in Ring of Honor, and they all, they're also not uh, in, in, right, currently ranked in the world title rankings. So all these guys very much have a chance to become world title contenders, uh, even if they don't even if they don't get the world title shot. Just by breaching that that six man match at the end, they have the chance to say, okay, like I am worthy of contending for the world title here. So. Uh, I, I mentioned it last week. I'm looking at this bracket very much. Um, you know, any one of these guys very much could be uh, potentially reaching that main event level in, in Ring of Honor, and, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, otherwise, uh, beyond the tournament, we do have some title match announcements. We know that Fred Yehai will be challenging Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship on a future episode of Ring of, Ring of Honor Wrestling that was revealed uh, in the latest uh, the latest edition of the X Files from Kevin Eck on Ring of Honor Wrestling.com. Uh, make sure to check that out. We don't know when that match will be, but Yehai has been on a roll. He defeated the uh, world famous CB. He defeated Rocky Romero. Uh, definitely a guy that's very much uh, rapidly climbed the ladder in Ring of Honor here. And with some impressive wins uh, in that in that pure wrestling vein, so I think that he could very much put on a, a great match with Jonathan Gresham, and I'm looking forward to that one as well. And now we do know I've mentioned it before when we when I look at the rankings, but we do know that Dragon Lee and Kenny King are back. LFI is no longer suspended; they are suspended for the month of May due, due to LFI's quote unquote lawless a, uh, actions. But they're back. They never the titles that they never technically lost. If you remember, at 19th anniversary, Dragon, Dragon Lee got hurt, so La Bestia Del Ring stepped in and uh, teamed up with Kenny King to defend the tag titles, and he also and Kenny King defended Dragon Lee's TV title and. and uh, LFI lost both those titles at the pay-per-view. So now Dragon Lee is back. He and Kenny King will challenge for the tag titles and they, they never lost. They're going to face Trace Williams and Red Titus next week. Next weekend, on, uh, or I guess this this upcoming weekend on Megawanda Wrestling. So make, I'm very much excited about that one. I've missed Dragon Lee. I, I think he's one of the, the very best um, high-flying, hey, overall, is pure talented. Uh, guys in the entire industry. He just really blows me away every time he's in the ring. Uh, Kenny King, very, very talented as well. A ring of honor red, uh, veteran. So, uh, and as we do know that Red Titus and Trace Williams have demanded that all of their, their title matches will be contested under pure rules. So that will be interesting to see how that uh, affects LFI, you know, a stable that's known for cheating, breaking the rules, uh, using chairs and just being violent and being chaotic, you know, being forced to to wrestle within a pure rule setting. It is definitely interesting to see how that might unfold. And we also know that Dragon League will challenge at this point Tony Deppin for the, the TV title. Trace Williams defeated Kenny King at the, the 19th anniversary pay-per-view. Uh, Deppin defeated Trace Williams late, uh, last month on an episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling. So at this point, it feels like we are heading for Dragon League versus Tony Deppin uh, for the TV title. And uh, that's going to that's be a very fun match. I think you know, Tony Deppin is someone that's impressed me very much um, in, a, in a short amount of time. He's really kind of, he impressed me back at Final Battle when, did, when he debuted Ring of Honor. And uh, just every time he's out there in the ring, you know, very much um, showcasing his talents as a, not even, not even as, as a peer wrestler or, or as anything, just a very, you know, a very unorthodox style of offense. And I like him a lot. Seeing him in Ring of Honor, seeing him as a part of Violence Unlimited, he will defend the, the TV title against Dragon Lee. Not, the dates for those matches have not been announced, but as soon as they are, uh, we we Russell will have them covered in, for news coverage. And of course, I'll talk about it on this show whenever those matches, um, the, when the dates are announced, you know. And, you know, I think both in both cases, I think, you know, just the chance to have Dragon Lee back, you know, that, that kind of uh, amps up the stable war yet again that I've been talking about every week now uh, for a while, where it's LFI, Balance Limited, and the Foundation 
in this battle for supremacy but between these very dynamic groups and uh, having alpha back in the fold makes that even more exciting so i'm looking forward to that one as well and um i mean it's 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 good it's a good it's good stuff that's that's, that's all that's all there is to say and uh, uh beyond that we do know that uh, looking a little, little for, uh, further forward uh the first match for ring of honor best in the world ring of honor's proud return with fans in july will be uh, a big match the big match has been announced it's brody king facing former world champion jay lethal that's the wolf i was just talking about this will be definitely kind of a big clash of if not necessarily the stable leaders you know i would i would argue I, I think they are kind of the, the the leading faces of the staples, even if it's not official. Brody King uh, of Violence Limited versus Jay Lethal, uh, and this very much this this battle of you know violent wrestling chaos, and, and you know that's that's Violence Limited's brand versus Jay Lethal, the foundation, the franchise, Ring of Honor, you know the the core of Ring of Honor uh, to a T, right? Yeah, you know, very much rep representing Ring of Honor in that sense. So I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, that stable warfare might continue to play out. Um, but especially in this case between Violence Limited and the Foundation, because I think it's one thing when you've got LFI kind of being rule breakers, but then literally this pure clash of you know the wrestling and then the Foundation versus violence and fighting. It is that's it's inherently uh, contradicting, and I think that's just something's got to give. So yet again, you know, yet another week. I'm very much looking forward to. Um, just how this stable for continues to unfold, and as I mentioned, we've we've got this uh, the survival of this. Look forward to. We've got um, best in the world to, a, little, a little further down the road there. Just just next month already, though. So that's very 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 rapidly approaching. And looking forward to seeing what what other matches might be in the works, let alone officially out of the card once the event gets a little closer. But uh, overall, I thought it was a great episode this weekend. I'm very much uh, excited about the tournament and just uh, the continuing. The saga of stable warfare and friendly show Nando chipping in saying it was a good episode of Ring of Honor. Nando, always appreciate your support. So, yes, a very good episode this weekend. I definitely enjoyed it. Demonic Fomita, the big takeaway. Demonic, Demonic Fomita, uh, probably one of the 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 best surprises of the weekend for me. It was like I, I did not see that coming at all. And then he came out uh, as, as this new. Uh, version of, of or just an entirely new character actually i would say uh, and that was a very cool surprise so again I'm, i think that could be a very cool character to see unfold here in ring of honor so um obviously um, i'm here every monday talking about all things ring of honor so i'll be back here next monday to talk about ring of honor wrestling and just all things w within the promotion and then later tonight recording this on monday john clark and i will be here to talk about monday night raw uh right after the show that after right after that airs john clark and i do next t as well on tuesdays the dynamite dudes of attitude cover AEW. they also do wcw written for, for some fantasy fun fantasy booking robert D. Felice and i have we've been kicked to saturdays because AEW keeps keeps getting pushed to fridays so the smackdown the smackdown double down will be on saturday this week again because aw was on aw dynamite is on friday night so uh all this great stuff and more constantly great interviews bill bill pritchard recently interviewed sean spears fred rosser eric crowen uh for honor purposes mike bennett i interviewed um sledge recently roxy i'm i'm interviewing josh woods this week so make sure to keep an eye out for that one lots of great stuff and more constantly coming out you guys make sure to leave like subscribe we appreciate your support whether, again whether it's not called spotify youtube Apple podcast whatever, whatever it might be we've got you covered so leave a like and subscribe we thank you again for listening and remember you know, whether it's Ring of Honor or whatever company you, you tend to prefer, I, I'm, I'm biased here. I'm doing the Ring of Honor show, so I'm, I love, love Ring of Honor. But what, whatever, whatever else you tend to enjoy, it's important to do one thing. And I, I just gave it away. It's important to do one thing above others, and that's to enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening, everybody.